Lockdown. Our daily podcast to keep you sane during the chaos. 21 days, 21 professionals. Plus 14. 35 days, 35 professionals. To keep you sane during the lockdown extended edition. Hello and welcome back to our podcast. This is day 18 and day 18 of our podcast. My name is Kirsten Farquharson and with me, the incredible Danielle DeToy. Today's very special guest, Lucy Breitenbach, is going to be speaking to us about how to keep your pets exercising in a physical and mental way. Lucy Breitenbach is originally from the United Kingdom. She has lived in South Africa for the past 10 years. She has a degree in animal science, behavior, and welfare from the United Kingdom, and she has a practitioner's level certificate in canine behavior studies. She owns Just Dogs Behavior, which is a service for pet dogs. They cover every need that pet dogs have from walking and running to pet sitting, private training, as well as behavior modification, a group training academy, farm trips, therapy, including physio and hydrotherapy, as well as post-operative care. She also owns Honey's Garden, which is for Medical Alert Dogs, SA. It is a public benefit organization that trains dogs for people with a wide range of medical conditions. They train service dogs, emotional support dogs, and therapists, which are also known as facility dogs. It is such a privilege to have you on the show today, Lucy. Oh, thank you very much for having me. Lucy, many people have been struggling with not being able to walk their dogs. What would you recommend people do to encourage that their pets get enough exercise or ensuring that their pets get enough exercise during the lockdown? So obviously with dogs being shut inside, there's a lot of frustration going on. A lot of the dogs are not only getting less physical exercise, but less mental exercise as well, because they're not exploring their outside world. They're not going to training classes. They're not going to doggy daycare or any of the normal things that they might be doing in their daily routine. I think we take for granted that although our daily routine has stopped, theirs has stopped as well. So it's very important for people to make sure that they're not only physically exercising their dog at home, but mentally exercising as well. So physical exercises would be things like play. Play is probably the easiest way to exhaust the dog physically. Um, Lots of running. It's good for people as well. You're going to be running around a lot. So I'd encourage you to get those toys out, run around the garden, enjoy them, kick a soccer ball, throw a rugby ball, whatever you're going to do, and just get yourself moving and get your dogs moving as well. However, The brain is the most important muscle in the dog's body, and that's the one that needs to be worked the most during this time. There's a lot of stress happening. There's uh, obviously it's stressful for people being at home. The dogs are picking up on that stress. They it's all out of routine for them. They around people. They don't have their own space. There's a lot of disturbance in their normal lives. So what you can do to help that is train them with mental exercises so get them to use their brains now we have a series of lockdown games that we've been putting up on our facebook page um, and also on youtube channel as well um, that has very simple ways you can get your dog thinking during lockdown um, so that it's not as frustrating for them one of the simplest ways is using their meals so instead of feeding them from a bowl feed them in all kinds of crazy 
inventive ways. So scatter their food around the garden, hide it around the house, um, encourage them to find, find their food and work for their food. That's probably the easiest way to be able to exhaust them mentally as well as physically. Thank you. I can say that it has been really fun for myself, getting to train them to do different things that I never knew they can do and finding out how smart they really are. I wonder if you have any thoughts on how people could teach their dogs new things? Yes. Um, well, the first thing is your motivation. Your dog has to be motivated to learn something. So motivation is, comes through reward. So have some food there. You only have to cut it up into tiny little pieces. You're not wasting food. Cut it up tiny um, or choose their favorite toy, something that they really want. They really want to learn for, to work for. Um, and then the first place I would say is start with some games. So you can check out our lockdown games, like I said earlier. Um, our lockdown games are very simple. They're very easy. We there's no hardcore training in there. It's just about having fun. And then once you have your dogs focused and they see you as this fun person in the house, then you've got a step forward um, with trying to teach them something. And in terms of teaching them things, you can look online. There's so many, so many videos on teaching your dog to do simple tricks. Uh, we'll be releasing an academy video soon, which is about obedience training around the house. Um, lifestyle training but also know that training and teaching the dog something new isn't necessarily something that you have to do in a closed off environment you know spend an hour working with your dog it's not like that you can do it across the whole day um, lifestyle training um, as as it would so you can ask them to sit before eating their food which is a really simple one I'm sure most dogs do that or you can ask them to sit and wait and see if you can open the door and walk through it without them barging through if every time they stand up you close the door again teach them some self-control some manners some rather than just dealing with what how they are work on those things first so have mm -hmm. fun work on their daily manners um, and have patience um, and then search some games, search some tricks. And most um, videos online are quite easy to follow. As long as you've got that motivation, you've got something your dog really wants, start off simple. Lucy, Honey's Garden trains many dogs as emotional support animals. Could you tell us about how dogs are used for emotional support? Yes. Okay. So at Honey's Garden, we train three types of emotional support dogs, as it were. Um, the one is a psychiatric service dog. So a dog that is put into a full-time career or position with somebody that has a psychiatric um, illness or condition. Um, and these dogs will be for people that have perhaps severe PTSD. Um, they're taught to be with them in their everyday lives and help them by doing simple tasks for them, such as blocking them in a queue so people don't stand too close to them or standing behind them uh, when they're loading shopping in their car so that people can't sneak up on them. Um, going in the front door first and just scouting the house to make the person feel more comfortable that no one's in there. So that's the first one would be psychiatric service dog. And then we have um, emotional support dogs, which are for one specific person, um, but they don't have the skill set that a service dog has. They are 
cuddle bunnies. They have a deep connection with their person, their one specific person. They are a little bit more switched on um, emotionally than your average pet dog, which is why they often, they say emotional support dogs are born, not trained. And that if a dog's got it in them, then they have. And I've seen that with a whole range of dogs that we test. Some dogs have just got that, that emotional side to them and some dogs don't and both is fine but um the emotional support dogs we'd say they need to have that 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 softness about them they want to help their person they they can pick up instantly when their person's feeling low now emotional support dogs don't have the same rights as a service dog they're legally not allowed to go into any um, public places or restaurants but they do a pretty good job at home they are allowed to live in non-pet friendly housing and they are allowed to travel on public transport and now the third one, which is probably um, one of my favorite ones, is our facility dogs. And facility dogs, we call them therapets. And therapets can be any animal, actually, not just a dog. But they tend to work in a specific place, like a psychology center or a counseling center or even at a school with a school counselor. And they're employed to help anyone that comes in the door, basically. Um, just by recognizing first that they're not feeling good, um, doing simple things like deep pressure therapy, resting their head on their knees, allowing a person just to just to stroke them and just to feel their softness, um, which really we find really calms people down um, and really helps them to deal with whatever they're dealing with physically um, by just having this presence of a soft dog next to them. It's quite incredible, really. And then we also, those facility dogs often are used during, during therapy, um, not just to be stroked and to be loved and to put pressure on the um, nice pressure, cuddle therapy, let's say, not pressure therapy, cuddle therapy on the person, but also during play therapy for children's sessions as well. So a lot of children that have um, lived through, perhaps just as an example, uh, abusive situations will find it easier to talk to a dog or to read to a dog or to use utilize the dog as a tool of communication for their counselor to help them if that makes sense so dogs are incredible things they're incredibly emotional our own pets at home we already know how special they are and how good they make us feel when we're not feeling good but the fact that dogs can be trained to help a wide variety of people um emotionally is is really amazing these these dogs are incredible and we learn so much from them just by working with them thank you many people have been fostering dogs and pets during this lockdown so i know that honey's garden uses a process of fostering animals during their training time how does that process work now during the lockdown period okay so firstly i want to say thank you and well done to all those people that are fostering dogs during lockdown i think it's a really great idea it's a perfect opportunity for people to take dogs into their homes um for honey's garden we we have uh, fosters for our service dogs in training they have to live in a home style environment so they live with fosters during lockdown they haven't moved fosters they've stayed with their current fosters however it's been a bit tricky for them because they haven't been out training every day. 
So um, we've been sending training material, videos, and um, ways that they can keep their dog stimulated while they're at home because they have a working service dog or facility dog in training um, in their house. So they need a lot more mental and physical exercise than your average pet. So we've been working with our fosters and our fosters are absolutely amazing. And um, I'd like to thank the fosters, <laughs> if any of them are listening. They just... Yeah, so we've been sending out material for them to keep their dogs busy, basically. But in terms of if anyone wants to become a foster, that would have to be after lockdown when we take on new dogs. Um, the process is basically to um, contact us via email. We send you an application form. We give you information on what fostering is like. Um, it's Fostering a working dog is slightly different from fostering a, um, a pet dog or a rescue dog um, they have they are chosen to have high drive they're chosen to want to work all the time because ultimately um, when they graduate they're going to have a full-time career so when they're in their training phase we need to fosters that understand that and that are able to give give the dog stimulation when they're not being stimulated by us we take them out daily we provide food we provide all their medical care there's nothing that comes out of pocket from the fosters all we need from them is their love for the dogs in the evenings and weekends and um, their support just to just to play just to take what we say on board practice home manners so that they can help build this beautiful dog that's going to go on to save someone's life one day sure that's incredible Lucy if you spoke earlier about your Facebook page and your YouTube channel. How is it that listeners could get hold of you via those avenues? Um, yes, so we've got the first way of uh, contact is our Facebook pages. Definitely, that's probably our um, most active forum. So it's where we post all of our daily things, our ideas, um, where anyone can contact us that way, or they can send us an email to um, info at medical alert dogs or just dogs behavior um, and our youtube channel yes just to search medical alert dogs south africa or to search just dogs behavior we've got some really cool videos on there at the moment that will help you keep your dog busy uh, for the just dogs one uh, we've also got some entertaining videos as well just for each year we um we do a compilation of all of our our client dogs basically running and having fun on our services. So that's a really nice video to watch. And then on the Medical Alert Dogs YouTube channel, we have some interviews and some testimonials from clients of ours that have our service dogs and how those service dogs have impacted their lives. So we've got nice, some nice channels going and you can basically contact us through any one of them. We'll be more than happy to help. You're really doing such incredible and really meaningful work. I, I also wanted to ask, there's, there's been quite a lot of misinformation about pets carrying COVID-19 and a lot of fears about people abandoning their pets. What would you want people to know about COVID-19 and animals? That your dog cannot get COVID-19 and they're not contagious in any way, that it's ridiculous and we've risk of sounding mean people should not be abandoning their pets it's a silly silly idea there's no truth in it there's no fact there's absolutely no solid research to say it it's stupid the only thing that 
is a possible um, problem when it comes to COVID-19 is that the dog can carry the bacteria on their coat just like an object or a piece of fabric or our own clothing just as we can carry it on our bodies dogs can carry it on theirs as well if their person sneezes on them they have COVID-19 and then that dog travels somewhere else and then that another person rubs them and then touches their own face then they could potentially be a carrier but they can't get COVID-19 from their dog if the dog hasn't been anywhere in contact with someone with the disease people are stupid <laughs> thank you for clearing that up Lucy lastly for people listening what piece of take-home advice would you want people to take from this podcast if anything um definitely enjoy your dogs have fun with them you probably miss so much of this time with them when you're out at work all day um and take for granted what amazing animals you have living right next to you in as part of your family so enjoy them watch them learn about them see what makes them tick try and teach them things start new games with them and just enjoy the time we're all in this together it's terrible it really really is it's horrible not being able to go for a walk with my dog but and I'm sure everyone feels the same way but just enjoy it enjoy it how you can because when everything opens again you will be able to walk them again you will be able to take them training but you won't be able to sit at home with them and just relax with them and enjoy with them so I encourage people to do that have fun with your dog during this time. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you so much for all of your valuable input. It's going to be so useful for so many people stuck at home, not being able to exercise with their pets. And now they've got all these incredible ideas of how to do that, how to stimulate them in a physical way, but also in a mental way and just to love them, which I think you've really yes. encouraged us to do. They're amazing. Animals are amazing. Thank you, Lucy, so much for your time. Thank you for giving us your information and your expertise. We've really, we really appreciated talking to you today. It's really been such a pleasure. Oh, thank you so no, much, Lucy. Thank you. If you would like to get hold of Lucy Breitenbach, you can have a look at her Honey's Garden Facebook page. So search for Honey's Garden or the Just Dogs Facebook page. That is the one for training animals. You can also have a look at their YouTube page, Just Dogs SA. Or you can have a look at Honey's Garden's website. That's medicalalertdogs.co.za. So that's it for us. We will see you next time on How to Mental Health Lockdown Edition. Stay sane, everybody. We'll check in later. See you soon. <laughs>